Five Figaro Faux Fum. Here we go with some podcasting fun. I'm your host, Jason Brock, whose only fear is bad coffee. With me, my co-host, Jeremy McCarthy, whose greatest fear is statistical outliers. I mean, I do like outliers. They're fun to they're fun to watch. They're fun to understand. I just don't like them when I predict otherwise. So <laughs> yes. I thought you were going to rhyme with Brock. And say maybe rock, you know, your biggest fear is a big rock. Nah, I like or, rocks. Or Some dirt, of them are or pretty. dirty socks. Or nah. I can't smell most things, so I don't have to fear dirty socks. Other than the fact that they're dirty. Yeah. But Yeah, just because you can't smell something doesn't mean you don't have to fear it. <laughs> well Jason, there's a bear. Well, I can't smell I, it, I so I'm okay. Well, it's true. Jason, a gun. If can't I can't smell it. If I can't smell the bear, he can't smell me. I think that's how it works, right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, we are reviewing uh, the Adventures of Figaro Foe. Mm-hmm. So this is a TV series. It's rated TVY, and it is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I when I searched up on Netflix, there were two seasons as well as like a I think a, like a half hour film. Yeah. And the Adventures of Figaro Foe go like this: Every one of us has got a one irrational fear. In the case of Figaro Foe, he has them all. The Adventures of Figaro Foe is a series about a warm-hearted, adorable, quirky, and it says see full summary, and I didn't click it. So that is the brief. I don't know why. This is the first time that IMDb, they just went on too long. Basically, yeah. it's about this kid, I think. I don't know if it's kid. I, I, it's I, like that. I take it as he's a kid. I mean, he's sort of, he. they, they the dress him. The animation is really weird. Yeah. It's like, is he 8 or 80 sometimes? I don't know. So anyway, you've got this kid who's afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. Well, for instance, the first three episodes, here's the list of the things that they'll each. Now, it's about a 20-minute episode per per run. Yeah. And within that, right at least the first three episodes, there's three separate things that he's afraid of that they go through. So fear of fish, of being alone, fear of boredom, relatives, mosquitoes, rejection, thieves, foul odors, and baths. Yeah. So just, compl- I mean, very random. And it, it's sort of interesting because they actually give you the, the scientific phobia name, like, you know, ichthyophobia for fear of fish and stuff. Um, so that's kind of an interesting It'll, it'll deal with season one. Season two changes it up, actually. Oh, my it son, does? Yeah, my son's been watching. He's watched all two seasons. Season two doesn't really deal, deal with the fears so much anymore. Like, they kind of change the whole model in a way. Oh, then what's season yeah. two about? It's just Figaro Foe doing random things. I haven't watched much of season two. Interesting. Yeah. So, but yes, and I, I, I say he's a boy, you know, a boy-ish. He looks boyish. I mean, he's running around in like boxer shorts all the time, or shorts with yeah, like little would, skulls on them, yeah. and a striped shirt or whatever. But um, with his little robot dog, I swear. I, I mean, this—if I didn't know better—I would say that some of the characters and scenes in this were directly taken out of Tim Burton type of. I mean, it has those weird sort of, you know, Tim Burton Tim Burton-esque look to, like some of the creatures yeah, it's, and it's, the well, buildings. Yeah, I get and, that. It's it's definitely it's definitely dark and eerie. And man, I did not think it was TV uh, Y seven. It just um, mm. it, some of the elements just seem a bit uh, a bit too much, you know. Like <laughs> in the first episode, I mean, the first episode you see like a giant fish and the fish is after them. Mm-hmm. But the way they play up the music 
and suspense and they do all that. That is how you create nightmares. You know, they do <laughs> instead of, yeah, instead of just, as, yeah, instead of just like, ah, no, they like build it up and build it up and build it up. And then they change and build and change. And I mean, in one scene, in one of the episodes, you see his dog jump off basically a ledge after a ball and he looks down and his dog has, you know, like the face of death because he's completely dismembered and it does this like, you know, high pitch, like, you know, horror movie where it's like, bah, bah, and you're like, yeah. I'm looking, I'm like, oh my gosh. Just, just for the record, dismembered, it's a robot dog. It's not like a, it's not I like know, a, but, a floofy dog. I'm just letting people still, know. But the yeah. way they do it. Mm-hmm is horrifying yeah i wouldn't say it's geared for littler kids more you know late elementary age range that would be probably the most ideal in terms of to start watching this and i mean as far as kids go for the show if like my son enjoys it it has a lot of just gross there's a lot of farting burping booger humor um you know, overflowing toilet humor. I mean, it, it's like it's that juvenile level of humor. So it's very much geared towards kind of that elementary, junior high range. I think, as far as the most ideal age range to sit down and actually watch it, enjoy it. Now, there's enough in it. I felt for me, I can sit down and watch an episode, but one episode. After that, I'm like, okay, because uh, there's no talking. It's sort of no, like Oscar's it, Oasis, except more annoying on the way the sounds go at times. Is this? Yeah. A, it's it's constant oscar's oasis i i could at least at least watch this oh my gosh i it actually i'm not even kidding you (laughs) it actually gave me a headache like i know you know how when you write you're like uh like headache inducing this show literally was headache inducing for me i got through one and a half out of episodes i'm in the second second like short of the second episode and i'm like oh, i can't do this and i i turned it off and i had to take a break that's ironic before i come back to it because i was just like uh you, you turned it off and moved away during the fear of rejection i just find that ironic that's all no that wasn't during the fear yeah. of rejection that was before that was it the little it was, it was, was during it just pink fluffy creature it was, no it was just during oh. the uh during the second episode during the second short of whatever it is, I I can't remember. Maybe it was, but uh, anyway, did it have a little or, pink, no, it fluffy during, thing that was screaming? No, it was all during the, the yeah. That was wasn't that the relatives one? That was the fear of rejection. Oh, right, one. reject. Yeah. So either way, yeah, the thing was horrible. Yeah, so loud, always screaming. But the music is jarring, and like Jason said, the voices are like ah ooh, ooh ah ooh, all the time, and it's just too much. I could not take it. Yeah. It's an acquired taste or a no taste. I mean, like I said, you could probably sit down and watch a 20 minute with your kid. But after that, you're going to be like, okay, that's enough Figaro foe for me. Uh, The kids, they'll, I mean, Caleb will watch a couple. He could watch a couple in a row. He'd be fine with it. Uh, Because, again, very simple humor. It's a lot of, I mean, the episode you're talking about with the little pink fluffy creature thing. half of the episode is just them farting back and forth, making little fart sounds to entertain each other. That's that's what you're that's what you're in for with Figaro Foe. Yeah. I mean there's there's really not a whole lot to review. Farts, <laughs> screams, that. weird, gross, oddly scary. 
like they they play instead of like with the phobias sometimes like maybe like you know you figure out a way to overcome them and it's like not directly that he finds a way to overcome them come yeah. them or anything like that instead mm-hmm. they like lean into the fear and they build up the fear more so if you have a kid who is afraid of something then they just do you know how you you know you take something that you're afraid of and your mind builds it up to something way worse that's what this show just does. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. fear of fish. Let's make it the scariest thing possible. Oh, fear of this. Let's make it the worst thing possible. And they just do that. Like fear of being alone. Oh, let's have him kill his dog on accident. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. Gosh, this show, I, this is not for me. This is funny. This is this like show, the worst review that you... This is my <laughs> least favorite show that we have reviewed. This is your Pokemon. We reviewed the Emoji Movie. <sighs> I know. This is not it. We re- reviewed that show that I still don't even name. I don't want to talk about it. And I, this is worse. I would rather do this than the Atomic Puppet. Oh, gosh. I could not do either of them, but I would take Atomic <laughs> Puppet. Oh, gosh. I can't believe I'm, I'm like ugh, gagging I know. that I would watch Atomic Puppet over something else. <laughs> well, here, let's just get into the ratings because honestly, we've given you the review. Probably not ideal for younger elementary i'd say no you know fourth grade and up fourth maybe. grade and up yeah um, just because of some of the way they do some of the content um the humor some of the stuff in it is kind of you know eh, maybe for not so much little little kids uh, a little bit older so I, I gave it for for that age range the type of humor it has the little goofy characters the bizarre quirky stuff going on. I gave it four scoops for kids that age because I think they'll enjoy, they'll laugh. It, it's it's juvenile humor. I mean, it's aimed at them. It's yeah, aimed at that. the, you know, little kids. They think, you know, lots of farting and burping and, you know, booger poop jokes, all that kind of stuff. That's right up their alley. And so I think they'll enjoy that. As Parents, I gave you at tops three stars. If you can handle all yeah. of the... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's the show, right? Yeah, there. I'm right about you with kids. You know, kids, it, it seems up their alley. And I mean, you don't really get annoyed by, you know, when you're a kid, all the weird, like, stuff like that as much. Yeah. Man, for me, oh gosh, this is like, I would be hard pressed to give it a two. <laughs> I was in, I'm in between a two and a one, partly because I still have a headache. It is, my mind is still throbbing from that, Figaro Fo. That's from traffic. That's from the Fee traffic. Fee, five, fo, fum, Figaro Fo is so dumb. <laughs> this show is, oh man, it was so bad. Oh, so here I'm it giving is. it a one and a half stars, which is my lowest rating that I've given for yeah. anything. That's just barely over a two average. So barely. there you go, folks. Whew, okay. Parents beware. Yep. As always, I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Jason, we have your back. All right, social media, it's everywhere. You can't avoid it. Neither can Jeremy and I. So here's how you get in touch with us if you want to interact, if you have thoughts, comments, even anger. You can let us know. Jeremy can be found at Granola Jeremy on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I am on Twitter at BlueBadger13. We also have an email address that is pgpconnection at gmail.com. Any of those ways, feel free to interact. You can also find us on Facebook. I believe Jeremy said you can look for Granola Jeremy on Facebook and you'll find him for me. Just put in Jason Brock and search away. We look forward to hearing from you, hopefully soon.